A Life of Music Rocks presents Mind Cassettes. What's up, people? Welcome to Mind Cassettes, episode seven of series two, our sixth episode of Coming in Your Ears, our 19th episode altogether. The numbers are really, really complicated. I don't know what's going on anymore, <laughs> uh, but nothing is as complicated as this genre of music that we've picked. If you are new to this podcast, me and my two worst enemies talk about significant eras in musical history. We've discussed 70s rock, we've discussed Britpop, emo, hip hop, glam rock, and now we're talking about alt rock. Specifically, alt rock from 1995 to 2005. Asterix, you know, I think, we've, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we've broke the rules a little bit here. My name is Chris Post Grunge Ginger Foxen, <laughs> and I'm going to try my very best to keep you awake through all of this. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. But maybe go grab a coffee. <laughs> if you want the full, if you want the full alt rock experience, uh, make sure it's like a vegan decaf macchiato. Yeah, rock and roll. <laughs> so I'm joined by my co-host, my co-hosts, should I say, uh, the convoluted subgenre himself, Richard Pop Punk Hyphen Post Shortcore No Wave Eaton. How are you doing, mate? I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I've had a couple of uh, I mean, caffeine <laughs> pills. I'm good to rock and roll on this one, though, boys. Good, man. Good. I'm excited. And uh, lastly, oh, I do like to B-side the seaside. That makes sense. Michael, <laughs> Martha, Rock, Gaskell. <laughs> Hello from rainy Manchester. How's uh, sunny Spain? Sun, sunny Spain. I've got the air conditioning on. It is warm out here today. Oh, Have a Solero yeah. and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got. I have got to be honest. I think. I think I may have dropped the ball this week when I asked. When I said we should do alt rock. <laughs> I I had in my head uh, a very very select number of types of music and and as we've uh, as we've found out alt rock is is one of those massive genres that really doesn't exist. <laughs> Everything is alt rock. Everything. <laughs> I found out a Limp Biscuit with alt rock man, and that was it. I was like, right, that's it. Limp Biscuit, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest though like I, I really wasn't excited about this when you said all rock at first i was like oh no so i was like fuck man we're gonna have to listen to like creed and the calling and the goo who the fuck this is the goo goo dolls fucking goo goo dolls and that's what i had in my mind you know bands like you know like how much i hated the uh theme tune for friends that's just that's an alt rock song for me. That's that's what I, I had in my mind. Theme tune to Seinfeld that you ripped into and then <laughs> by the writer of the theme tune. I know, yeah, yeah. The one person, one famous person that's listened to our uh, podcast. So yeah, alt rock. What what is it? What what is it to you guys? So uh, I mean, for me, it was it was always something around the early noughties that was the alternative to the mainstream music. So yeah. Yeah, so like th- it was the alternative to pop punk. So we listened to Green Day and Blink, but along come like Razor Light and The Strokes and things yeah, like that. Interpol, uh, MGMT. I'm trying to name people that I might not have picked, so I can give them a shout out. <laughs> yeah, I know you've you've ruined, you've ruined a couple there. But yeah, is, is it what is it stuff that just doesn't fit into any other category? Because like obviously, when I think of MGMT, you know, I think I, I don't know what that is. Is that sort of stoner rock or is it not definitely not stoner rock? Is it like? Weird electronic. No, it's not Stoner Rock. No, yeah. no, Stoner Rock's like sort of Southern bluesy, like Black Label Society kind of stuff. Which also come under alt rock. 
yeah. along with Limp Biscuit and, um, you know... Megadeth and Slipknot. <laughs> and... I mean, it turns out to be anything that wasn't on a mainstream label. So it, it's sort of the uh, umbrella for things like indie rock, uh, which, again, indie rock is one of those weird ones where it can be mean, mean like... A, a type of sound like the Arctic Monkeys, or it can just mean anyone that wasn't on a major label. And and then other ones like Post Grunge and freaking Post New Wave, Second Coming, and all these fancy shitty <laughs> subgenres that we give them, you know, that just confuse the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, but to be honest, you know, I, I didn't like it. I, you know, I um, I thought, no, no, I really don't want to do alt rock. But, you know, digging into it and uh, getting into it and, you know, digging around, I found, you know, I found five songs that I really really genuinely like and yeah i'm pretty sure i've got a a, a, a whatsapp message of you going how i hate alt rock but then immediately <laughs> limp biscuit and uh <laughs> papa roach alt rock you hate them you said it i just google like any band and it all came up alt rock the only one it didn't was corn <laughs> it's a corn that must be mainstream i don't know <laughs> but yeah so like for me, it was like, you know, the, the the image that, you know, old rock gives me in my head is, you know, soft rock, you know, people in short sleeve shirts and chinos turned up with uh, Converse trainers. Like American high school rock. That's uh, that's sort of the the image that I got from it. And the first song that came into my head was um, All Star by Smash Mouth. You know, shit like that. Hey, now. <laughs> I'll watch and get them. But yeah, you know, I'm very happy with my list. Uh, you know, I, I have played, probably played it a bit safe this week. Um you know what? I suspect we're going to be talking about genres a lot in this. Uh, should we get into it? And did you have a SOB, Michael? Are we? Uh... Yes, I did. I did. Uh, wow, anyway. that's, that's straight into the SOB. Wow. Yeah, I mean, straight. We've just been talking for fifteen minutes. You were just going, you were just doing the whole roll along. <laughs> yeah, come, come on, come on. We've not put any like. I want to say good music, but that's the wrong word. And it when we give the SOB, we always jump into SOB at the start to give them a bit of flavour. Of what to oh, listen. I thought we did like songs five and four first, then drop the SOB. No, and... no, you've obviously not listened you to any of our any seasons. Attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You should go back and listen to series two from start to now. You, you'll know that SOB comes right at the start to give them a flavour. What did I listen to? I listened to the Travis Barker episodes. But yeah. I didn't have an SOB in that one. No, no. But we could have really, could we? No. Uh, anyway, back to. And it. the hip hop episode I've listened to, and I didn't have an SOB in that one either. Mm. Right, fucking get on with right, it. Anyway, sure. stop, stop ruining the floor. So, uh, yeah, I did. I did. Uh, actually, on this one, I found it a little differently. Normally, I just go on to Spotify and search alt rock or whatever. But uh, this time, I went into my emails because I get spammed on my emails with uh, little PR companies trying to push their their artist. And I picked up one called JW Ooh, Paris. PR companies. Yeah. Special friends. <laughs> friends. friends. Basically. <laughs> Basically, they just act like our blog, but they just share lots more music. <laughs> a bit like we used to try and do. <laughs> so anyway, I, there was this uh, the one one artist that that really resonated with the alt rock, the alt rock sound we're going for. And it was a band called JW Paris. Um, they've been featured on Radio Six quite a few times. They're from Manchester, and they've supported none other than our favourite Yonica. So I felt like they've yeah. got a, they've got to have a little feature. Um, and the song that we're going to have a little short listen to is Darker Side of Paradise. Let's go. Darker 
really like that. It, it, it's, I'm going to break kayfabe a bit. That's the first time I've listened to that, and um, yeah, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> I, uh, I actually wrote to the lads just to let them know they're going to be on the show and stuff, and like got a bit of response. I've not read it yet, but here it is. Uh, so I told them we're going to do an alt rock episode of the show, and said uh, this is a response. We're not that wishy washy piss alt rock. We are a new age grunge band. Don't fucking feature us. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> is that true? Lads. No. Oh man, no, honestly, be the best. I wish that was. I wish that because I was going to say whoever they've got on their PR message me going alt rock band. So, <laughs> it's not fucking alt rock, boys. It is. It's modern day alt rock, isn't it? We've got we've gone back a few years. It's got a feel of a, a false heads to me. False heads. Yeah, yeah. And the guitar intro. Oh, guitar. The guitar. The guitar. <laughs> oh, the guitar intro at the start. I thought I had a little bit of a feeling of the strokes about it. Yeah. A bit of alt rock for you. And then it kicked in. I was like, no, that's nothing to do with the strokes. This is all about false heads. Yeah. They're very British sounding. Very British. Ah, yeah, enjoyed that. Enjoy that. I'm going to check that out in full uh, once we finish. Yeah, I've, I've definitely got them saved down, possibly uh, when I'm next back in the UK, I'll go and watch them. Or unless they come out here. This twat's just emailed me. To it. That ain't happening, is it now, son? Because your holiday's been cancelled. Possibly. I'm not reading it yet. Hmm. I think you, your phone you know should what? be on aeroplane mode anyway. Come on. Oh, yeah, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Don't talk to me about aeroplanes. <laughs> <laughs> you can pretend you're on a plane for an hour. <laughs> I'm doing another staycation. Another staycation. So we're going camping next uh, At the end of the month, actually, we're going camping. Doing two weeks camping. And you know what I did? Went dogging. You know what I did? I'd done the... Uh, <laughs> did you say? Went dogging. That's all I hear, man. When I hear camping, I just say, I'm going to dog it. That's all I hear. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, <laughs> worse, what I've done. I, you know what? I bought myself a pair of Crocs. Oh, you dickhead. I know. The thing, I promised myself I'd never do. Every time I go camping, and like, I see people wearing them, going, they look so terrible. But they're the perfect camping shoe, then. They're great. And then I wear my flip-flops to go to the toilet and then, you know, I get put my feet in piss or, you know, like get come back with muddy don't, feet and shit like that. I was like, great, I'm getting, I'm, I'm got, I've got a pair. Don't Crocs have holes in them anyway, so you're going to be yeah, kicking yeah. piss about and getting it in your socks yeah. and between your toes. I'm not kicking piss about, man. No, no, you know. Like... No, but you're going to stand on the stuff, it's going to splash around, it's going to be in your toes. Yeah, don't, and... don't, don't forget, mate, the piss kicks, they, they have no backs on them, so as soon as you slide on something, all that piss is going to run straight into yeah, the back Yeah, it's back up your why, leg. Why, and... am I sli- why am I sliding around and splashing about and kicking about? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> walking. Camping's like, <laughs> camping's all about. What are you splashing around in piss? Dogging, pissing around and pissing shit. That's what dog, that's what camping is. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Michael, clarify. Yeah. I, 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 well, anyway, on the on the, the uh, subject of buying things and dogging, I bought a new dog this week. <laughs> a little puppy chihuahua. Oh, he's very it's cute. so cute as well. Where so is it? He's, he's in the room sleeping. This is most disappointing. I was hoping to see him. Oh, maybe I'll bring him over at the end. You can uh, see him. Come back as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Should we get back onto? Uh, well, should we get onto some music? Ah, oh, fucking hell, Rocky Alka. <laughs> <laughs> We're all so so pumped for this. <laughs> but the music uh, right, we've right. got is Ace. Did this is, playlist is, is yeah, a is, banging it is. playlist? It is a fucking playlist. Spoiler alert: All Star by Smash Mouth. You will not be hearing. <laughs> I certainly well. hope not, you know. <laughs> well. Uh, well, it's my, I think it's my turn to go first anyway, isn't it? Right, so 
Uh, like I said, if you've not heard the podcast before, um, each of us have picked five songs that we think best represent our chosen era and chosen genre. Uh, to avoid repetition, we've all disclosed our songs to each other uh, just before the podcast. However, we've not told each other the order which they're going to be in. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to run down our list, starting at five, finishing with our number one, uh, with a little explanation why we've chosen that song and uh, you know, possibly, possibly dropping a fact or two. And of course, playing a clip of each song. Uh, right, so I'm going to kick this off with a, uh, with a fantastic band uh, from California. California, I think, you know, I think is the home of alt rock. Um, so this is the third song from their third album. It's from, uh, <laughs> it's from 1999's Make Yourself, <clears throat> uh, which side a bit of a change of direction for this band, uh, leaving behind the heavier sound of their earlier work and creating something I'd definitely describe as, uh, as alt rock. Uh, the song's about fear and being driven to making your own decisions, making decisions based on fear, and imagining what life would be like if you didn't live this way. Uh, my song number five is "Drive" by Incubus. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna warn up because I've forgot to add times on any of mine, so they're all not to, no not to middle on every single one of my songs. So Incubus Drive 145. Let's uh, let's give this. A, yeah. I, you know what, Link uh, Linkubus, uh, In- Incubus are one of those bands. Uh, I always see the name. I've never really listened to them, so this will be Have one, you of them. one of them. You think, oh, they're going to be heavy shite, and then just skip it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Their the first two albums were heavy, but um, you know, after sort of from here, from this point now, what we're going to play this yeah. is sort of a, a bit. It's all they needed to make money, so they went left the heavy shit and started making alt rock. Yeah. Alt rock, yeah. Look, you know what? You don't want to buy. Can see it in his face, biting those lips seems to get going it feels like it should kick in but it never does and that's gonna be a theme of the show <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what time that you picked it doesn't ever <laughs> 
I, I completely well, whatever, disagree. Whatever you cut out, leave that bit where you just said it. No, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, what is Are your... Are we ready? Yeah, we're, let's get back into this. What is your number four? So my number four, you know, it puts us on a bit of a sombre foot now. Um, so, yeah, written in 1994, so I've, I've cheated a little bit here, um, after the IRA bombings in, uh, in Warrington in 1993. Uh, this song was written as an anti-war tribute to uh, two young victims of, of the bombings. Uh, the song was a universal success, you know, uh, topping the charts in eight different countries. Um, however, however, in a bid to sell uh, to sell more albums, they never actually released it as a single in America, so that people would buy the album. Clever, clever. Uh, yeah, it did really, really well. Yeah, it did really well. I think it went uh, platinum and stuff in America. Um, it did particularly well as well in uh, in Australia, and it was voted um, number one in the Triple J music poll for the end of nineteen ninety. Oh, really? That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, which is, you know, massive, which is, you know, the biggest... It's the I mean, biggest, every, um, everyone's heard of Triple J. It's like, it's, it's, the, it's the thing to aim for with music. <laughs> at the time, honestly, at the time, it was... It was the biggest music poll in the world. And it's also the first time that a female uh, vocalist has won that poll. So, uh, nice. shut, shut the fuck up, guys. Uh, yeah, so the song is uh, Zombie. By the cranberries from uh, from oh, Limerick absolute in uh, in Ireland. Tune. Absolute tune. Uh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. It is. It is. I'm I'm really gutted because I wanted Dolores O'Riordan's uh, solo album, which was 1996, 1997. Oh, sorry, 2006, 2007. Just missed it. But even though I've yeah, you know what? I've I'm going to accept that. I'm going to accept this. Have either of you heard, right, there's, um, right, so right, bear with me here, bear with me. So there's um, like a heavy metal cover of this song by a band called Bad Wolves. Have either of you heard it? Yes. Probably. Really? I, I think you've made me listen to it, Chris. <laughs> okay. Right, so. Oh, generally, generally, I think it is something you've made me listen to. Okay, that's, I'm happy with that. Anyway, this song, this cover is absolutely fantastic. It's, it's brilliant, you know, it's. As good as the original. I put it out there. I'm going to say it. Um, but the band, Bad Wolves, they didn't actually want to release this song. Um, they said that the original was a masterpiece. And they said uh, that some art is sacred and shouldn't be spoiled. Which I totally respect. I totally respect that. But the manager director for their tape, uh, for their label, who was a close friend of uh, of Dolores Arena, told them uh, to send the song to her and get her blessing for it. So they sent it. And she absolutely fucking loved it. She, so she totally gave him, gave him a blessing instead. And um, on Christmas Eve of 2017, she sent him a text message saying, um, I love the song so much. Can I please sing on it as well with you? Can I, you know, can I come oh, into the studio and sing, sing with you as well? So obviously the band, you know, like, they, this is, they're just starting out. This is on their first album. You know, absolute dream come true and stuff like that. And then obviously on uh, January 15th, uh, she sent a voice message to them at sort of one in the morning uh, to the band saying how excited she was and she was going to invite them to a studio to listen to the uh, to the vocals that she recorded. And on that very same morning, you know, she was found unresponsive wow. in a hotel room and uh, she, yeah, she died at 9 a.m. Uh, so that's when obviously dead, you know, Bad Wolf decided, no, we're not going to release this song. Uh, but in the end, you know, they all got together, so they did decide to release it and uh, all the proceeds went to her children. I'll, which is, uh, you know, it's just yeah, definitely have to listen to that. Um, such, the down, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, um, and, and the other thing is, none of that is relevant to alt rock, so it's going to get edited out. <laughs> Bringing it into <laughs> the you. metal as usual. <laughs> you leave that shit. Yeah, in. I'm, that shit I'm in. definitely going to give that a listen, and, and I might add them to the bottom of the playlist as well, just for everyone. Yeah, do that. Nice, nice. I like that. Yeah, uh, that. yeah, yeah. 
it's, it's honestly it's great it's really really good probably doesn't compare to this original um you know it's like a grunge you know a, a post grunge anthem isn't it you know i think alt i think rock. the success of this song yeah i think the success of this song opened a big alt rock door and loads of bands sort of started flooded in this is the sort of band you know that you'd have playing in the bronze in uh buffy the vampire slayer and that's fucking alt as fucking it <laughs> yeah in the what buffy the bronze 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 bronx bronze, bronze. bronze. Bronx. Have you watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No. What the fuck? Why do I bloody bother with you guys? Right, so Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right, let me, uh, let, me, <laughs> let me get on Google. <laughs> Play the fucking song. I definitely deserve to be further up the list. Just, yeah, to, just to it's yeah, it's great. Goosebumps in it, goosebumps stuff. And what I will say is, I'm, I'm like, you've only just added that as well because that wasn't there on Wednesday. You know, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I I dropped in the Cranberries last night, and uh, and and to be honest, there's quite a few bands on on the last minute that were like, oh, why have we not got them in there? And it's so difficult. Like we said at the start, alt rock so massive. We've probably done a disservice on this, but. Cracking songs, so have a listen. Carry That's on. That's a top, top, top song. Richard, go on then. Let's have your number four and your number five. All right, so number five is a band I've already mentioned, but their first album was just incredible. That's Razor Light. Uh, on the debut album of All Night, awesome album. Give it a listen to it. This song was released in all four, and it's called... Oh, I don't think that's the release. I just come on the album. I don't think they actually released it, to be honest. From memory, I can't remember. But it's called Don't Go Back to Dalston. Um, some people say this song's a love song about the lead singer having a girlfriend and not wanting to go home at night. And the other side of it says that it's actually about Pete Doherty from Libertines saying don't go back on the drugs. And, and Dalston apparently is quite a rough area in, in London. There's lots of crack dens and stuff, so it's saying, like, don't go back there, you know, stay off the drugs type thing, get yourself clean and sort it out. Neither have been confirmed or denied by the band. Um, and there's lots of different arguments when you go when you go online and look at it online. There's loads of different arguments, people analysing the lyrics and shit, doing stuff that we never do, <laughs> getting really deep about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like... That's what we should be doing, true. really, isn't it? <laughs> just play <Yeah>. it! <laughs> Analyzing it, just listen. I was talking about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I love this album. It's a great album. It's one of the definitely one of the albums that I always go back to. Something that I forget about for you know six months to a year, and then think, oh fuck, I've not listened to that in ages. Or something will come on the radio that sounds like it, and I'm like, fucking raise a light, man. I'm gonna get that album back on. I mean, I've seen Razor Light a few times and even recently and definitely, definitely give it, 
give them all the time of the day. Even though he was a proper prick back in the day, but he's sorted himself out now and he's, he's a decent guy. How was he proper prick? What's going on? He was, uh, after he left Libertines, he had this proper stuck-up side to him and he was a right dick. No, Apparently. Okay. People say that. And he he did have this aura about him and, and, and a few years back he admitted it and... Um, since then, like I went to see him just before uh, coronavirus kicked in, and an absolute cracking. I think it was like February last year. Yeah, awesome. Any, any, he, he knew he used to be a dick, and uh, not yeah. anymore. You know what? Like, I want my rock stars to be dicks. Yeah, I do too. If I was yeah. rich, I'd be an absolute felon, asking for all sorts of weird shit in my riders. Yeah, I, honestly, I want, I want them to be dicks. You know, I want like, I want balls when I listen to music and stuff. You know, I want like, yeah. You know, I want it to be fucking. I want it to mean something to him, and you, you know, you like, want someone literally like grabbing someone and shagging them on stage in the middle of a in the middle of a like. Concert. <laughs> uh, that's a little bit extreme, Michael. In those videos you keep sending me, please stop. <laughs> sending goes. Sending goes. Oh, sending us. Sorry, yes, sending us. Actually, download festival. <laughs> I didn't send it to you, Richard. I sent it to Chris. You'd already got it. <laughs> that is true. You got it twice. You did. Michael often does that, mate. It goes into both group chats. It's a real. So if I ignore one, if like if he sends something that's really awesome, you think Richard's not responding to that because I've already seen it in the other group. Not on there. <laughs> and I've had this conversation separately with Michael saying I'm not. But like, went back to you twice. You can get fucked. <laughs> oh, anyway, 47 minutes in and we're only on five. <laughs> <laughs> My first <laughs> Two pieces. <laughs> no, I know it just sounded like. Is that, is that just an album chart then? That one, yeah, they didn't release. I that think one. so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember it being released. The only, honestly, the only Razorlight song before I listened to that one is uh, "Trouble in America." One, and that's like shit. This one's really good. Yeah. But that's not even the first album. Uh, so, right, yeah. that, that was the second or third album. Oh, Honestly, do you know what? The, the first album you've listened to is yeah. decent. Really to be honest, Ray's like one of them that just kept knocking out albums left, right, and centre, and still do. Bit yeah, like I am one of those, me. After the first album, I kind of give up on a lot of yeah. things. Yeah. As you well know. In fact, this will you'll see some recurring themes here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four. <laughs> this is my first recurring theme like Chris from my number four I couldn't find anything in the ten years that we actually opted for so I went for a song released in 1994 <laughs> this is by R.E.M who I'm not a massive fan of by any stretch of the imagination And uh, but but this has just got one of the best guitarists of, you could, you'll ever hear it's just so cool so chilling to listen to and it's what the frequency can of 
and I'm going to read this bit of script now, and it's going to sound shit, but it's based on uh, an incident that took place on October the 4th, 1986, when the CBS news anchor, Dan Rather, was attacked on a New York City sidewalk by a crazed man yelling, Kenneth, what is the frequency? Uh, so Really? But, really, yeah, the, the bloke was a chap called William Tague, or Tadger, what you say Um... He was actually on the car after he killed the stagehand outside the Today, Today Show in 94. Uh, he was sentenced to 25 years in prison, but he was convinced that the media were beaming signals into his head um, on, on a mission to try and find out what the frequencies were, whatever the fuck that means. But that, that's what it's about. Mental stuff. That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> no, it's mental, man, isn't it? It's mental. Um, I don't know. I've never Googled that before. You know, it's, it's a strange song title. Obviously. Yeah. It's a very strange song title. But I just, I just love the guitar, especially the intro. Speaking of intros, let's give it a go. What's a frequency can at the show? Things are drained. I was going to say, you love your shit timing, don't you? 30 seconds, play the first 30 seconds of that. Yeah, there's no way I can stop on the first 30 seconds of that. I only know that song because my guitar instructor tried teaching it me. I say try, it was a fucking disaster all around, to be honest. You mean I've got to go from a C to an A and then to a G? You can't do that. No, mate, no. If, if it's not D... Uh, well, G, D and C, we're not doing it, pal. We're just, just not doing it. Granted, I can play over a thousand songs that way, but anything decent like that, fucking no chance, pal. Give me pop punk, and that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me those three chords, and I'll. Give <laughs> three power chords. <laughs> is is that REM's only good song? I can't think. Of I think I like. Yeah. I do like Everybody Hurts. Every yeah, now I think and again. everybody likes Everybody Hurts. No, I don't. You would do. If you end up in a relationship that ends badly, you'll like it. If Mrs. Yeah. Fox suddenly wakes up and thinks, you know what, I can do so much better, which she can. <laughs> <laughs> shiny happy people um, as well. It's fucking uh, awful. Not shiny happy people. No. They're massive though, so you know, I'm, I must be the minority there. Um, right, where the fuck are we? It's another Nickelback, isn't it? Everyone says the shit, but everyone secretly listens to them at night in the dark room. Crying. Uh, I've never seen Harriam crying in a dark room. But you have Nickelback. <laughs> That's why I've got Nickelback. <laughs> I love you, Chad. <laughs> they really should be featured on this podcast. None of us are. Uh, spoiler alerts again. Sorry, none of us got Nickelback. Uh, Fuck Nickelback. I have Nickelback in the fast, though. Yeah. Then what, yeah. sorry? I dropped Nickelback once. It didn't go well. <laughs> in the wrestling back. episode yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah yes it was perfect 
Uh, when you yeah, said they were a metal band. Little metalhead mates were devastated. It was the greatest moment <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> oh, Michael. Five, four. Oh, we're still on numbers five and four. Man. Still, this is going to be a long one. Still on number five and four, and I've got a recording time of 54 minutes. Now, we've got 20 minutes of, of sound checking that, but we're still on 34. Anyway, I'm going to... I'm grateful, though. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to rattle through this very quickly. I've gone over to... I, I've had these in my, in my little stash to bring up for a long time because they were a massive, one of those cult classic bands, and that is Jack Off Jill uh, with, from the 2000, 2000 album Clay Hearts, grey flowers with strawberry gashes. Now, it's not what I thought it was about. It's actually about cutting yourself, but I still think of strawberry gashes as something else. I'm not going to tell you what I prefer. Absolutely. To I wonder what that could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going into any more facts because we've run out of time. I'm just going to play you. Fuck it, man. Let's just go, man. Let's just go. Let's have a two hour episode. I'm slammed. Uh, there's not really many facts. Hey, no one's going to listen anyway. It's just going to say Alt Rock. No, I'm not going to listen to that shit. Uh, to be honest, I struggle getting some facts for this, but I can tell you that Jack of Jill was created by uh, one of the lead guitarists from uh, Marilyn Manson. So there you go, metal fans. Actually, from a screamo band, but anyway. So there's some facts for you. Let's listen to Strawberry Gashes by Jack of Jill. <laughs> song is yeah yeah he told us we were going to play it i didn't know who it was listen to it on spotify i was like oh yeah actually i do know this song's pretty decent he started talking about it again just then i'm like who the fuck is this band he's talking about again <laughs> oh yeah it's like it's the most unmemorable thing ever <laughs> it is and you know what that is why i wanted to play it because i wanted it to be one of those songs where everyone forgets about it but everybody loves it Oh, at least enjoys it. Loves a strong word. Loves a strong word. We both said that. Okay, let's 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 pick it up then. I was trying to do something a little bit a little bit more alternative, like far far alternative. So I'll give you something back the other way. Some more mainstream alternative. Uh, My number four is none other than the Red Hot Chili Peppers with one of the best songs ever. Double platinum, one point two million sold, and. uh, Number 22 in the UK from the 2002 album, by the way, and that is Can't Stop. Now, I'm not disagreeing, it is a fantastic song, but all the numbers you just plugged those, mate, weren't fucking impressive. 1.2 million <laughs> double platinum. So on the yeah, singles chart, singles that. only. We're talking single CD sales here. That's pretty big, that. Dude, that's, that's big. That's big. Is it big? Yeah. <laughs> 1.2 yeah. million? Yeah. 
from a single. I mean, there's bands that go to Japan and do that. Well, anyway, that's his pretty biggest double <laughs> platinum. Double platinum. Anyway, because I wasn't what I wanted to ask. Chris, what the fuck are you doing on your desk there with that white thing? <laughs> that's his penis. Either you're cutting a line or... What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm cleaning the vents on my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, they are dirty, the limp, pal. I know, man. I know. I've only just realised... I'm using like the um, the post-it notes that I use for the count out pod quiz. <laughs> Fuck count out pod. <laughs> Cut all this out, Michael. Cut yeah, out this yeah. one. Oh yeah, okay. At least I know what you're doing now. You're freaking yeah. out. <laughs> can't, it can't be. Surely not. I'm fucking yes. <laughs> Cut that out. Like, oh, rock! Oh, rock is the best. <laughs> okay. Uh... Well, <laughs> let's let's get back to that. Uh, apparently, um, oh no, they wrote they actually wrote the lyrics around the music. Apparently, this seems like it must be an uncommon thing. But he, uh, lead singer of um, Red Hot Chili Peppers actually called out that they wrote the lyrics around the music. Uh, and it's actually just a random collection of thoughts because because the the music came first. He literally just comes out with some random garbage, which is why it's perfect for this podcast because that's all we do is talk shit. Do you remember back in the day, right? Talking, talking shit. But back in the day, when we used to watch like music videos, we used to do this as a thing watching music videos. I'm sure on one of the program, on like one of the channels, these seemed to like song facts, and that was one of the song facts of this video. Yes. Like, it's, like, yeah, they did on MTV Two on yeah, MTV Two. Yeah, man, just like random song facts that would pop up. Like that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, you you generation Wires or Zedders. And then like on one of the Green Day songs, it was show like this is called the Cox Arcade or whatever it she was called. In one of yeah. the videos, was it when I come around? Maybe it's not like that. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> just throwing some random creative arriving in there. I mean, like, can't get, uh, can I get two, maybe even three of these? Come and get some spares, teacher in the Pleiades. Just like fucking random shit. It doesn't even make sense. Anyway, so. Brilliant. But that's that's pretty much uh, Chili Peppers have done all of their career, isn't it? Let's be honest. So, bit of garbage. Soon. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Can't Stop, absolute tune. Oh, let me start again. I uh, paused the wrong thing back, so I meant to pause you. What the fuck, what is going on? Just don't cut anything. (laughs) Please, as it is. The whole show. Don't be cussing fuck. If you stumble 
think we could ever have just done 30 seconds on that song <laughs> I, honestly I thought that would be higher up in your list when I saw it on there I thought you know this is probably going to be one or two bit shots. Uh, bit shots. is that one of the bands that we all love have we established them? I, I love them yeah yeah, I, love... I don't think we've established you know I, I them I love a period of them a period of them there's like yeah. before and after that period I'm yeah. not you know I'll tell you what it's one of the greatest hits yeah greatest hits <laughs> and um, there's an absolute banger of a set um, and I think it's in Ireland, and they do can't stop into scar scar tissue. Oh, oh nice. man, that is an amazing, amazing set. Do you know what I'm gonna like? I'd say like Californication is my favourite Chili Peppers album. I don't really like scar tissue. Not, really? not, not a big really? fan. Yeah, not a big fan. Wow. Like Californication, like the, the you know the title track. Oh yeah, I love it. Love oh, it. And there's other side on there as well. Um, yeah, who cares? Anyway, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Putting it out there. I've got to follow that now, haven't I? Uh, right. So my number three. Uh, right. So this song was actually included on Windows ninety five. <gasps> Is this Matchbox Twenty? <laughs> no. Oh. Is it <laughs> Matchbox Twenty? Is it back? <laughs> No, it's not Beck. It's not Matchbox 20. It's not Smash Mouth. <laughs> so yeah, this CD was on the. This was uh, sorry on the CD for. Um, Windows 95 and it was in a folder labelled fun stuff <laughs> right and this music video was just on there and you know at the time watching the music video on your computer was like that was a massive deal that was like that was huge and big uh, and that's where I first heard this song again here I've broken the rules because it was actually first aired uh, on the radio on September 7th 1994 which would have been Buddy Holly's 58th birthday uh, right you must have guessed it by now anyway it's, uh, it's Buddy Holly by Weezer Another band from California. Uh, Rivers. 94. Yeah, honestly, 94. This was, this was on the Windows. See, I have Windows 95, and I just remember Matchbox 20 and Beck. I don't remember yeah, Weezer. Yeah. yeah, so the video the video was like, um, it was Happy Days. So yeah. they, were on the actual, they were on the actual set for Happy Days, and then they had like clips from yeah. Happy Days. Yeah, I remember it. So I Happy remember. Days is a show, that's, a show that's set in the 50s, uh, but was made in the 70s, and this is a band from the 90s, on the set from the 70s show, which is based in the 50s, singing about a man from the 50s. But it's a cool video, you know, I used to watch it on Windows 95, I used to watch it a lot. Um, so the singer, yeah, Rivers Cuomo, he um, he didn't want this song on the album originally, because he, uh, he felt it was a bit too cheesy and popular and it wasn't really the direction that he wanted to take Weezer. Uh, but since then, you know, obviously it's, uh, it's got very famous and it's now one of his uh, favourite songs to perform live. So in the week uh, that Bill Gates has more coverage on him than any other week in the last 30 years, you decide to bring him up in our podcast. A little bit more, yeah. Uh, very more. good man, good man. <laughs> well, you know what? He's probably lost that much money in his divorce. He needs a little royalties from us, doesn't he? Just to... <laughs> I just forget that when you're just left with 43 billion. Eh? <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Gates, though. <laughs> Rolling in it, and she's oh, single. She... <laughs> <laughs> All the single ladies. Shall we? Uh, uh, see ya. Let's go to Weezer, uh, Buddy Holiday. <laughs>
don't care about that. He wrote that song about his uh, his missus from high school. She was Asian, and his uh, mates always take the piss out of him for it. Really? So, yeah, but that's where that's where all the uh, the lyrics from now. So he's not about yeah, Buddy Holly. Uh, no, no, in, in no way. Just says I look like Buddy, Buddy Holly, and you look like Mary Tyler Moore. I don't know who Mary Tyler Moore is. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> all all clicks into place now a little bit. Mm. These songs that I've been listening to for like twenty five years, you know, <laughs> finally making sense. Michael's frozen. It's fine. Carry on. Carry on. Carry okay, on. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they were they were one of the first bands I thought of when uh, when we picked alt rock. You know, I thought they would you know they fit the category rather well. Uh, Richard, number three, man. Number three is Kings of Leon, Molly's Chamber, or Molly's Chambers, should I say actually? Uh, released in two thousand and three. I finally learned that the band is, is made up of three brothers and a cousin. So, you know, I did a bit of fact-finding there. They I mean, that's not, that is not a fact. For pretty much anyone that listens to King's Olion knows they're all related. Well, people, on this, people listening to this might not know that. Might be enlightening these people to new music. Some people might have just heard King's Olion's sex on fire and thought that they're a wank band and totally discounted the first album, which is phenomenal. Oh. Trust me, if you've clicked on a... <laughs> On a podcast about all rock, you know who Kings of Leon are. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, um, yeah. So three brothers and a cousin. They all use the middle names instead of the first names. Fun facts, guys. Fun facts. No, I, I didn't know that. They go fuck you. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the song's actually about a girl who's you know very good looking and she can basically make you do whatever you want in the promise of uh, her chambers, whatever that means. <laughs> a bit like Strawberry Gashes, I'm guessing. Yes, a bit like Strawberry Gashes. Yes, 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 yes. And Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Here's one for you, though, Chris. Here's one for you. The title comes from a line in the Finlity version of Whiskey in a Jar. Yeah, no, the Metallica version. No, no, that's what I listened to. No. <laughs> oh, no, I think it was an, an old Irish uh, pop song that before. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Being drunk and wary, I went to Molly's chamber. Taking Molly with me, but I never knew the danger. There you go. <laughs> that's, where, that's where the title comes from, I went Molly's chambers. Uh, it's a great song. It's a fucking fantastic album. I think we've all agreed it's an amazing album in the past. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I didn't like Kings of Leon at all until I saw them live and they fucking blew me away. They're absolutely brilliant. Brilliant live, yeah. 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 I, I've seen them a few times and I'm still a fan of Kings of Leon. Unlike you two that seem to have forgotten about them. No, no, no they went shit. The <laughs> <laughs> they went forgot about them, they turned shit. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway. <laughs> Molly's changed. You, know, you talk about bands having to change a genre and these guys proper flipped it. I don't even think the first album could be classed as alt rock, but I've always wanted to get them in here, so it's <laughs> fucking yeah. here now. Their first album's so good. Oh, it's incredible. It's, it's, it's the one with uh, Kick the Bucket, isn't it? With the bucket. The first album. Was that on the second album? I don't recall that being on the first album, but you know me and band names and song names. you got to give me a line from the song and give me half a chance, mate. You kick the bucket and I'll swing my legs. I, I, I can't sing and I don't actually know. I just That's know. definitely not Kings of Leon, mate. I think it is. It's on. It's on. I'm gonna edit that. It's on Aha Shake Heartbreak. <laughs> 2004. It was the second studio album that was on. Oh, hello, Michael. Hello. 
Anyway, Molly's Chambers. Play it. Let's play it. Kings of Leon. <laughs> yep. Wrong. Mr. Foxman, is that your uh, Father Christmas sexy outfit in the background there, I see? It is. No, it is. When you and Mrs. Foxman are going to dress up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, sit on my knee, Mrs. Foxman, sort of job there. What's, mate. Like um, what's actually in the gorilla pouch? No, it's not. It's just a, um, a teddy bear. It's a so teddy bear what? that claps. It's teddy bear that claps. Well, what's 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 it holding? It, it does look suspicious. Whatever it's holding. What? Well, the... <laughs> it, yeah. it does. From here, it looks like it's just like a little teddy bear. But no, from there, it looks like a little dildo. It does. A big. Uh, you should have just said dildo. dildo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an orange dildo. I take a, a picture dildo. of that. For, uh, let let the socials have a look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me. Uh... Mr. Fox and tie their bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Only real man can pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any actual footage that you can use at the moment, Michael? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just the songs. Yeah. Oh, um, this is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> right, Michael, you is must have a, a number three for I, us. I have a number three. It's I've struggled on this. I've struggled to put these in any great order. Uh, and I'm kicking myself for not putting these further up, but I think in comparison to the other, I struggle. Um, this is a placebo song. Oh. And Richard doesn't like placebo apart from maybe two or three. Five good fucking songs, man, and but, then everyone buzzes the tits over them. No, they've got absolute banging albums, aren't they? They're brilliant. Yeah, they're, they're, they're brilliant. brilliant. So, um, well, on on Richard's, on, on he's not too happy about this, and probably the facts might add that up. This song didn't chart. The album it was on only got to number fifty. Um, 
I did want to play Nancy Boy, which is probably the best-selling song off the best-selling album uh, that came fourth in the charts great and the song. album came fifth. It is a great song. Um, but well, actually, I've chose uh, Bitter End, The Bitter End. Yeah! And, and let's be honest, it's probably... That's a good song. It is, it is. And it is probably, it's probably one of the most played songs of Placebo, except Every Me and Every You, which I think we've had before on the podcast. Uh, so I thought I'd get one that everybody seems to play. It might not have got in the charts, but this is alternate. Who gives a shit about mainstream? Well, uh, yeah. People about placebo, right? They only ever mention the same five songs. Special K, Nancy Boy, Every Me and Every You. Um, Pure Morning. Pure Morning. Right, there might be six, actually. Aaron, what's the other one? There's a six. There's, there's a lot. Brick Shit House, Daddy Cool. Um, I, I can go on Running for days. Running up that hill. Well, yeah. Like, so you've got six songs. Well, no, you've got seven there. Like, that's good. Like, surely if you're like, oh, everybody just talks about these seven songs. Everybody talks about these, like, seven songs. Like Metallica, everyone talks about one song. But, but like, the thing with it is, mate, right? They don't, they, they talk about them, but they don't mention the songs. They just say how great placebo are. Yeah, but honestly... Wait, which songs? And they reel them off. Like, yeah, oh, but okay. listen to other yeah, songs. You ever asked that? No, but you need to. Talks about placebo. Listen to other songs. Listen to other songs like Thirty Six Degrees, Tune, Loud Like Love. That's a tune. There are honestly, they, they knock out great album after great album after great album. I love them. Anyway, we can't sit here and talk about placebo all day. I have got one fact for you. Nobody it's, wants to. It, yes, they do. And to, to be honest, one of the reasons I chose this song as well is because it features the line. <laughs> You're winding me up. Yeah. One one of the reasons I've chose this song is because it features the line second of May, and it was second of May a few days ago. And I and you ask, what is the second of May? English Summer Rain. That's the other one. It, yes, what song's that on? That is the truth. What song's that on? That's English Summer Rain. Yeah, that is they, were good, they were good at Leeds Fest because they played those seven songs and fucked up. <laughs> Anyway, I'm giving a fact here about uh, <laughs> about, about the bitter end. What, do, does anyone know what the 2nd of May is, the reference? That is synonymous as a placebo day for a lot of placebo fans. No? So it was actually off uh, off of uh, the George Orwell uh, 1984. Apparently 2nd of May is the date that the uh, two main characters went on. Uh, Winston and Julia, they spent the first night together on the 2nd of May. So, it's a, this song is actually a reference to uh, George Orwell. And Big Brother and all of that. What about the 16th of May from Lagwagon? What did what happened then? Did they break up then? <laughs> was pregnant. Yeah, but... pregnant, pregnant by then. Yeah. <laughs>
absolutely love Placebo. I, ah, I, I struggle to comprehend people that don't like them. Yeah, this is just it. No, knobs. <laughs> and we, 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 we've seen them live. Have we seen them live three times together? We've seen them live three times together. I think I've seen them live seven, eight times. Well, well I've seen them th- three times with you, and I saw them once at Leeds Festival. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how much money they spent to watch seven fucking songs? It's crazy. Literally, I could <laughs> listen to seven albums back to back. Put your and you know what, like <laughs> twice when we watched them, they didn't play Every Me and Every You, no. so they didn't even play that. No. Oh, so they fucking playing it. Really annoyingly, I should be seeing them in in two months' time at my cool festival, which we don't think is going to happen. But uh... well, we should have been seeing Weezer in four weeks' time, Paul, yeah. and that's not fucking up the needles. Well, fingers crossed for the offspring then. Like, Barry Tomorrow have um, put theirs back to next year as well, if you, oh, if you get. <laughs> I know, man. Big, big, big times, big times. Right, okay. Uh, number two. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there, guys. What's well, number two? All right, excellent. That's fun, man. <laughs> oh, this has been so much fun. I don't want to end. <laughs> Right. Anyway, I've been uh, I've been looking for an excuse to include this band since we started doing this podcast all those many many moons ago. Honestly, I, but they couldn't be classed as Britpop because they're not British, um, even though they've got a Scottish singer. Uh, I never got the opportunity to include them in any soundtrack for anything because we never did James Bond themes, which we really should have done. Looking back, we really should have done. Yeah, that. we. I think after the after season one ended, we we very quickly kicked ourselves from not doing James Bond, and I don't know why it never appeared in any of our ideas. I know, crazy, crazy. Um, this song was also used in uh, in Captain Marvel, but I've not seen that, so I couldn't have included that. Um, so yeah, this is another band with a female singer. <laughs> Surprise! Hmm. <laughs> uh, another band that were probably right, made... <laughs> Scottish, <laughs> Scotland. I've been through that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the whole of Scotland, uh, there, Chris. <laughs> That's a bottle of claim, pal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is like another band that would probably have played in the bronze in um, in Buffy. Another band that kick ass, um, no matter what category you choose to put them in. Like, I don't understand that you've never seen Buffy any of you. I might have seen an episode or two, Chris, but you're going like in depth about the fucking Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bronze, it's a nightclub from it. Oh well, bronze. 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 In, like like gold, gold silver. silver bronze. Yeah. Right, yeah, third place. I hope, I hope it's called the Bronze now. Right. <laughs> I hope it's not. I hope it's not. I, I, I really. That was, it was the Bronx. Someone, someone send us that on a postcard, please. The answer to what was the nightclub in Buffet? There's a free mug in it for you. And his name is Chris. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Um, right, anyway, yeah, so this band fucking kick ass. Shut the fuck up, the pair of you. Um, yeah, the song I itself. Average person, but, you know. <laughs> The song itself, as described by the guitarist, it's almost poking fun at alternative rock here. Um, it's like they tried to make it as cliche angsty as they could, you know. Um, you know, so the, when the, when the band first got together and stuff, they all uh, decided um, to embrace this dark music thing because they all like dark music. So um, they all sort of just embraced that and they sort of took the piss out of it a little bit. Uh, but it's a bloody tune. And the singer was my first ever celebrity crush. I had pictures of a cut out of Enemy. And smash it to Kerrang! magazine. I had them stuck on all my school books, you know. I'm, I was completely... I'm still in love with her. Still in love with her. So uh, the this, f- this is this is one of the most alt-rock songs they've done. You love Garbage, you love her, you hate alt-rock. 
Stop yeah. giving away who it is. It's not said who it is yet. <laughs> I thought you've said garbage like six oh, times. I said garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is uh, Queen Adrena and their song. <laughs> Queen Adrena, man, we missed that. She's definitely all right. Uh, anyway, yes, the lucky female in question is uh, Miss Shirley Manson. The band is, of course, Garbage. And the song is Only Happy When It Rains. So this song is it's sort of held in very high regard by um, by other musicians and artists and stuff, and it's been covered loads of times. Even Metallica covered this song. Cover everything, this shit. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've got two Metallica covers come up on here now. You know, Whiskey in the Jar. I'm only happy when it rains. But yeah, for me, Garbage, they were very ahead of their time. This song, uh, any of their songs really could come out today and I think it'd have the same sort of impact. Uh, but what do you expect when you've got, you know, Nirvana's producer as the drummer of your band? Oh, right. oh, right. through their veins there. Yeah, Butch Vig, man. Ooh. So yeah, Ooh. only happy when it rains. Garbage. Isn't it brings it Butch Vig. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> some what? Green Day stuff. Didn't that produce like some Green Day stuff on the American Idiot album? Uh, like, you produced Never Mind, you know, and... Yeah. Should we listen to it? <laughs> Pray for Michael. He's just you know. And you keep talking over it every time I click play three times now, two times. I do like garbage. Yeah. I love that song. I love her voice. I love her. There's a, a bit of stirring going on in Foxen's chambers. <laughs> Richard, number two. No, well, here we'll just show you two bites here. Okay, so that was my notes for my first three choices. This is the last two choices. No, <laughs> Not a lot to say on this, boys. Surely it should be the other way around. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think so. Um, I don't yeah, know if you heard that I so spoke about De La Soul last week. I don't know if you heard uh, that. <laughs> I wrote some notes. And... <laughs> Why did he write some notes? Woo! Three hours later. <laughs> anyway, so my, number song, my number two song choice is by Semisonic. Um, they were just probably one of the most underrated bands ever. They're, they're brilliant. 
you'll come on the radio, you'll sing to me, but you won't know who the hell it was done by. But it will be semi-sonic. In fact, I'll put that out there. If there's a band, if there's a song playing on the radio that you love and you don't know who it is, it's semi-sonic, regardless of what it is. That's who it'll be. Um, I've gone for chemistry, which obviously isn't the most famous one. The most famous one is closing time. Friends what was it time? Secret Smile? Like, Secret Smile. No, not Secret Smile. It's a one. Closing Time. Closing Time, thank you, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> we said that. We've both said that, that twice. Sorry, sorry, mate. You're on my death here. <laughs> 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 uh, Which I've got oh. plugged in as well for no <laughs> reason. Perfect. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know you said it, yeah, but yeah. So I went for Chemistry. It's a great song. It was released in 2001. I have no clue what it's about. You have to listen to it and you tell me what you think it's about this song. It's definitely about uh, sex. Made... Oh, is it? Definitely. Oh, so I was going to say, it reminds me of sitting in science class with Mrs. Briggs teaching us. So... <laughs> Mrs. Briggs. Mrs. Briggs! Best teacher, besides Mr. Roberts. Yeah. Best teacher. <laughs> um, and Dan Wilson, who, who wrote the song, uh, actually co-wrote Adele's Someone Like You. And that is my only fact. That's it. That's the it's one a good fact. fact. It's a great fact, it's a great song, they're a great band, let's listen to them. gestures yeah, yeah. And i think some of the hand gestures that were being done then chaps would have made great work for the music video yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i still think it would have been sign languaged very yeah. from those, some of those gesticulations were doing their voice very interesting very interesting you know like you know when we did the travis barker episode and then uh, michael picked his first song and said right this is the song i'm going to pick before the pop punk and it's like the dance music one and it was the most pop punk song of all time yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's easily the most alt rock song of all time you've just done it you've picked it there that's it that, that was that was just sounds alt rock thank you thank you but it's not necessarily a good thing <laughs> it's a great thing <laughs> amazing 
But it is a true story that me and Michael have probably heard them three times at three separate things just playing in the background and we go, who the fuck is this? We know it is awesome, but who the fuck is it? So out comes a little lap Shazam and like, oh, shit, it's semi-sonic, it's semi-sonic, it's semi-sonic. Semi we forgive them and forget them. <laughs> yeah, they're quite forgettable. There's a really shit yeah. band name as well. No. <laughs> But they are really good, and I, I I really like her. Secret Smile always gets dropped in a, in one of my playlists every now and again. And, uh, closing time, yeah, yeah. It's one of them. They're like pretty much in, in like the world of musicians. They're all bassists. Who <laughs> they are, no one but they're there and good. And what's more old rock than that? that <laughs> you found it. That's the most old rock song there is. That... <laughs> That Michael, that is uh, absolutely that's a classic line. That in a world of music, they are all bassists. You could say that about this pod. You could. <laughs> you really could. In a, in a world of people, these are just the knobheads. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, is it me? Am I on my number two? Number two. Okay. Oh, so this was the band I thought of. What? These next two songs are the bands I thought of when I thought of alt rock, but this is probably the, one of the most. And it is Muse. And Did you go to school, girl, Chris? <laughs> Chris has gone. Well, this is what the fuck's going on? <laughs> what are you laughing at? What's amusing you, Chris? <laughs> ah, so you did this. So you did this. Nothing, nothing. I'm just having a good time. Yeah. So <laughs> when when I. When I started Don't trolling my way through this, <laughs> trolling your way through it. <laughs> this is so. My number four is a band that I was one of the first that came to my mind when I thought of alt, and it is Muse. And this song is off the 2004 album Origin of Symmetry, uh, and it is Plug In Baby. It's been voted number one greatest guitar riff on Total Guitars uh, in 2010. Uh, and and it's obviously it's it's probably what I think it's one of those that everybody like because it's. I'm telling you now, Muse, Muse, and my placebo. So everyone knows five great songs by them, but I fucking love them. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I like Muse. I... Yeah. So uh, so this song uh, it actually began as. Uh, they're doing a sound check when they're supporting Foo Fighters, and randomly just man managed to get into the riff. Um, yeah, and anyway, had that had that in the back, like in the background for a few years before they released it. And do you know where the name Plugin Baby comes from? No, I was going to ask that. Go on. So it actually comes from the Argos catalog. They randomly just selected uh, back in the nineties, like early two thousand. There was a baby monitor called Plugin Baby. And that is what this song is named after. That's brilliant. That is absolutely phenomenal. For people who are younger age, Argos Catalogs, that is a company that would give you a big book of paper. Papers is stuff that you could print and write things on for those really young generations who don't know what that is. And it's just full of toys and shit. And you used to get it before Christmas and make your Santa Claus list from the Argos Catalog. It was phenomenal. You'd have a hairdryer, <laughs> a remote control car... You'd have a barbie. You'd have a hairdryer. <laughs> it was in the Argus catalogue, man. You just fucking crossed everything. <laughs> you went straight shit. to the back pages, man. Straight to the back pages where the toys were. On the consoles. Yeah. On the consoles, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not the hairdryers, man. <laughs> it's not very to be sure. Detailed list. 
one, one, chain was mom. one mm. of every page. I'll have one of them. <laughs> I'll have one of them. <laughs> what do you want an iron press for? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> oh. He's asked for a bra again. <laughs> I just don't sell clothes, you dickhead. <laughs> I lived in Germany, man. I don't know. <laughs> what? You have Argos in Germany? Yeah, but... No, he said he lived in Germany. He doesn't know. They didn't have Argos in Germany, no. But you, sounds like Argos. But, you lived, but you live in the UK and Argos is still a thing. Yeah, it's still around, Chris. It's not just as beers. Yeah, I don't know if they have bras or not. I don't know. I skip to the toys at the back. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling figures, wrestling figures. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In Argos, right? <laughs> you just pick WWE figure, and then they just decide who they're going to give you. That pisses me off. A great not that I buy, not that thirty-seven-year-old me buys wrestling figures anymore, but um, you know, it's just like, home bargains is way better. You have to get out going to Argos with the missus, right? When they shout your number out, leap up and go bingo, and then casually <laughs> walk to the counter, get your shit, and leave. You never get taken back again, boys. It's fantastic. As someone who knows Richard, I can 100% guarantee he has done that at least twice. Oh, yeah. No, once. You won't have to do it again. I'm pretty sure you did it when we went to get an earring right before we went to see uh, just, uh, oh, yeah, in Scotland. <laughs> yeah, I still find it funny to do it. So, you know, all good fun. Uh, <laughs> this is Muse plugging, baby. love Muse. Uh, my mum hates them. She hates them what? with a passion. Yeah, which is surprising because she's into a lot of the same music as me. But your mum was great tasting music. What's yeah. going on? Uh, she doesn't like his voice, and we used to hammer Muse a lot when we were younger. And uh, did a lot. She does not like his voice. Oh, now, now I feel bad. Upsetting your mum a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unintentionally. I mean, I know I've done that a lot now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, right, okay. Uh, here we go. Number one for me. Uh, right, so for anyone to place higher than garbage in any category, you know, that's quite an achievement. But from the go, as soon as we said, oh, right, there was only ever going to be one band at number one. Um, I think Richard gets probably a bit annoyed about how much I go on about this band. Um, but And last week, you know, I gushed all over De La Soul, um, who would definitely be in my top five non-metal artists, but this band would be number one in my non-metal artists. It's an apology after me because I just forgot who they were. Hmm. And then you explained to me in detail who they were. I, I, I blacked out for a little bit halfway through your explanation, then came back. Just went and listened to their albums again. I was like, actually, yeah, okay, yeah. Fair One of the greatest bands of all time. They're fantastic. It's just they're just so important to alternative rock and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, like picking one song, you know, again was a struggle, but um I think I had a lucky thing here. The same way that Michael did, you know, like, how'd you pick one placebo song? But even if you pick, a, like, any placebo song, you're going you're gonna to get a good one. Um, so I thought, you know, I can pick oh, any <laughs> any song and I'm going to get a good one here. Uh, but what I did, I picked uh, the third single from their uh, their first album, Is This It? Uh, so, yeah, this band, uh, they've recently won their first ever Grammy for Best Rock Album. Uh, deservedly so as well. I don't know if you've heard their new album. Uh, well, sort of last year's album now. Uh, the new abnormal. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, do you know what? I'm not going to go on too much about them. I probably bored everybody last week with De La Soul, uh, and I get a bit carried away. But it's it's the fucking Strokes. It's the Strokes. Uh, yeah, like I said before, I couldn't really narrow it down to one song. I've gone with Someday um, because it just makes me happy. I know probably like Reptilia or Last Night would probably be you know probably get me more brownie points and stuff like that. Um, but this is this is the one that springs to mind when I think of the Strokes. This is. Um, Probably not my favourite, I don't think, but this is the one I consider their, you know, their Bohemian Rhapsody or their Enter Sandman or something. It's uh, no, it probably is my favourite. It's <laughs> 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 <guess> my favourite. <laughs> Could you imagine going for an for a meal with Chris and trying to pick some food? <laughs> Jesus, wet my other lasagna. Oh no, actually no, no, I love the steak. Oh, actually no, what about those uh, prawns on there? Oh, fuck oh, it, I, I love, love these lasagna. chicken wings. I want it with that flavour. No, I want it with that flavour. Oh, I want it with this flavour. <laughs> I'll have a beer. No, no, I'll have a vodka and coke. No, no, I'll have a gas. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I'm quite indecisive and stuff. But I picked this as my, you know, the strokes were bang on in there. First uh, first band that I was going to have as number one. I knew I was. Uh, but this song, you know, I, I think even probably the first time I heard it, it made me all feel all like nostalgic and warm inside. Um, it was even. <laughs> yeah. I like to class them as like dirty indie garage rock, uh, but it's certainly alternative. So yeah, someday, the strokes.
Fucking strokes, man. Wasn't that an advert for uh, holidays? Of <laughs> course. Of course you'd make that reference, <laughs> wouldn't you? It was, though, wasn't it? I'm not imagining that. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I, don't is, know. I don't think it was. Someday you'll get to go on a plane again. <laughs> I will. Well, hopefully, I've actually killed me first, you know, whichever, whichever comes first. Yeah. Well, if you keep shouting bingo in Argos, you know, you're probably going to kill you first. <laughs> well, like I said, you're not going to go in Argos no more. Yeah. Well, just don't, as long as you don't shout bomb in an airport, <laughs> which I wouldn't put it past you. No, there's some things that I wouldn't do, and that's certainly one of them, as I have to get on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> right, Richard, okay, um, you're number one. Oh, well, from probably the greatest album ever released. At least I think I claimed it to be the other week. Was it number one or was it number two? Can't remember. Um, one, one of the most amazing bands ever is one, which came out of the ashes of Smashing Pumpkins, which lasted for one whole album, and then Smashing Pumpkins resurrected and never listened to them again. Uh, just an amazing band, probably not very well heard of. Only one of us ever had the chance to see them live, and he blew it. Fox on, Wankash. Um, Why did I blow it? I watched them. No, I thought you said did you? you didn't. I said you didn't watch them. No, I did. I was just in a bad mood because because oh. um, <laughs> I just missed Metallica, who played a, um, a secret gig. Yeah, well, that's, that's your own fault, Bob. Yeah, I was, just in, I was just in a bad mood. Not as bad a mood as I was when I watched Disturbed, and uh, they were not after Disturbed. This is a download 2003. How have you managed to mention Metallica three times, four times in this podcast on alt-rock? <laughs> I should have set myself a little challenge. <laughs> just, um, just keep talking about Metallica. <laughs> Come on, Richard, give us some facts. Long. I have no facts. Literally, I've wrote, I've wrote down the words. I have wrote down the words. I have no facts. <laughs> you put uh, a smiley face on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on your own notes, you put a smiley face. That's, that's yeah, yeah. It's adorable. I, um, I bought this album five times on CD. I've lost it four times. I've got it one now. I've got one final CD somewhere. I think it's in the car. You only bought Why it, it on Spotify. Because it's not on Spotify, as you well know. However, I have found a way to put it on Spotify, and I have done so on my personal playlist. But I will now have it forever and ever and ever until I lose my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Then I have to buy it again, obviously. But no, it's a great album. If you want to buy it, you can buy it from a certain online bidding company. Let's call them Fleabay. <laughs> um, it's about £3.50. They're going to get rarer and rarer because I have to keep losing my copy of it. <laughs> You're the one who keeps buying them. To be fair, I'm probably buying my own copy back. I think I've left two of them in cars. don't know what they're going to do with the other two. So I reckon I'm just flogging them off into uh, Music Magpie or whatever and then I'm buying them back from Fleabay. Great album, love it, love it, love it. I've gone with the song Yeah, um, could have had any choice. This was produced by uh, John Feldman. Um, great, great track, absolutely love Who? it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who's John Feldman? The guy who produced it. <laughs> who is he? Just the guy who produced it. <laughs> I normally you'd rattle off some other bands that he's produced. So. <laughs> What you mean? You mean the uh, lead guy from Goldfinger and and produces for the likes of Travis, Blink One Eight Two, probably Alkaline Trio. You know. 
That, yeah, that, that, that didn't go over as I thought it was going to do because that's an absolute bullshit. He didn't produce this song at all. He's been nowhere near his one. <laughs> I just feel we've not mentioned him for a couple of weeks and uh, we're getting a bit twitchy about that fact. <laughs> I am absolutely gutted about that. <laughs> Let's play, yeah, anyway. So, uh, seeing as though we don't actually have this access on uh, Spotify, I'm lucky enough to have the track on a copy of the CD that I've got here. Um, you can find it on YouTube, uh, but this is one. If you type in yeah on YouTube, though, you usually just get James Hetfield from Metallica going, yeah! So, um, just be careful. Well dropped in again, my friend. Well dropped yeah. in again. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gave you everything. What'd you give to me? A pocket full of empty rings with diamonds that can sing. The most that I could ever hope is that you'd start to feel so near. Yeah. For a moment, looking at some rain. Fucking great song. If there is, if there is one, if there's one album that I'd suggest anyone go out and, and listen to because they they can't get on Spotify, it is this. It, I absolutely love it. I'm not a big fan of Smashing Pumpkins. I, I really anything no. Billy no. Corgan's done on others, but no. I love one. I love honesty. That's a tune, honestly, even and uh, Black Black Heart and. Heart song or whatever. I don't even know the names of them. I've just got them as track one to twelve. Desire, lyric, El Sol. They're all amazing. Every every song on the album's fucking incredible. And I think what makes it even more that I want them is because I can't have them. Yeah. I can't go and watch them live. I can't just go and put the fucking song on Spotify. It's really frustrating. It's like Molly's fucking chamber, man. <laughs> She gives you like all the looks and everything, leads you on, and just like, nah, 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 not for you. <laughs> but the, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they were brilliant live. I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. Like, I, I didn't. I, 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 I fucking watched them. What the fuck are you doing? I was not in the right frame of mind. And you know what? It's a long time ago, man. I can't even remember. Like last download, yeah, can it rained, it rained, <laughs> rained, rained. And Smashing Punkers were there, and they were shit. It was so boring. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was so excited about seeing them as well. But yeah, dead boring. Uh, so that means they're going to listen. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I hope they do. If they do listen, please, will you just like fuck them off and reform as one? Just bury the hatchet with whatever went down, bury it, 
get back together, make a second amazing album, and just do one fucking tour, and I'll make sure I'm there. Yeah, I, I have interest. Do you know why the uh, split up was one? Nope, no idea. So apparently, because, yeah. apparently, a lot of the band members were publicly shagging each other. So that is why they disbanded. Well, on stage at a festival. Who knows? Who knows? No wonder Chris can't remember it. He fucking blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> Are they, are they? Oh my god, they are. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I don't even know if, they, yeah, because they were on just before Audio Slave. And like Limp Biscuit had pulled out, so I was already annoyed. And like, then I heard that like Megadeth were going to be on the second stage, so I didn't bother watching them because I'm not really into Megadeth. So I watched Evanescence instead. I watched fucking Evanescence <laughs> instead when Metallica were playing on this little tiny stage in a little tiny tent and I got fucking annoyed. And then Disturbed came out and went, oh, I just see Metallica on the other stage. And then I know I hate fucking Disturbed as well. I was just in a bad mood. And then Apocalyptica came out and played at the Sandman. I was just pissed off. Really, really pissed off. That was the first ever festival I went to. And like, they didn't ever go to another one. Really, but I, yeah, I did. I went to Leeds Festival that same year when Metallica played. I <laughs> saw them and they were great and it was brilliant. <laughs> did you go to the festival just to see Metallica? Leeds Festival I did, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're not meant to play it? No, no, they were like a secret band. And it was a, like a, just a time slot that was there on the, um, you know, on the thing, but a time slot with like a hidden band on there, like who knows Is who's going to be. And then the... Was it like a Leeds Festival when, um, who does I predict a riot? Kaiser Chiefs did. They did a secret set where the the name of the band that was on was like a reference to a song in one of their tracks or something like that, one of their albums. So it's like if you were really inside it, you'd you'd have known that. You picked up on it like. So if you're a proper Metallica fan, you'd have known, but you aren't. Instead, you just try and reference them <laughs> no, in an alt rock. They didn't. They just so on the uh, on the lanyard that it was supposed to be apocalyptic on the other stage, but they um, when they put it up on the posters in the uh, in the festival, they just left it blank. So this time slot of, you know, like 45 minutes, he just left it completely blank. And then the rumours went round that it was going to be Megadeth and everyone was really excited about Megadeth and I don't really like Megadeth, so I didn't bother watching them. And it wasn't, it was Metallica and I was really pissed off. <laughs> Which, who was it? Which band was it again? <laughs> Megadeth. Megadeth. Machine Head. <laughs> Is it me? Right, Michael, you've, you've got the honour of, uh, of closing this out today. I, I yeah, up. let's be honest, this band is big old rock. It is to me anyway. Uh, 2003. That better not be what I think it is. Right, stop looking at it. out on this. Shut up. Let me get on with it. This is shit. (laughs) This is mega old rock. This is this is one of those massive songs. You know, this this has been covered by artists. Audio Slave. It's been covered by uh, Metallica, High, Flaming Lips, Justin, Jamie Cullum. It's wide range of bands that have covered this. Uh, It's a famous football song. It's famous political song. It's probably the most number one played song on a Squire. Because let's be honest, everyone when they first get a Squire, they try and play this song. It is none other than (laughs) why. It's none other than White Stripes. Fucking children. It is none other than White Stripes Seven Nation Army. It is the biggest old rock song there is. It is. Okay. <laughs> you look pissed off, dude. I just can't believe we're ending what has been a fucking pretty spectacular playlist. I'm not going to lie. And don't get me wrong, this song is a good song, right? It is a good song. But it's not the number one alt rock song of that fucking era. 
let's be honest. There's 14 of us Swan on the Swan can't be. <laughs> going to be on the, any alt-rock playlist that's ever going to be. This is the only one they're ever going to be featured on. Who's what? Seven Nation Army's probably going to be on the more. Yeah, but the difference is, mate, Swan's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got an opinion. It's like an arsehole. It is my shout-out band, Swan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway we've already found out that the most old rock band of them all is Semisonic so um, whatever, happened after, yeah. whatever happened afterwards was a moot anyway wasn't it yeah. so this was off the 2000s when you listen to this pal I want to hear your disdain about this band and how much you hate this song <laughs> so this is off the 2003 album it got number 7 in the UK charts and I reckon it is the most old rock song Seven Nation Army White Stripe trying to play along then whipping the old uh, guitar out yeah but it's so out of tune it's untrue <laughs> you know so you know they didn't actually have a bassist on that song it was played purely no, it was just him and his wife on it on the drums yeah and it was purely um that was just guitar bass. with a bass, bass filter over it is that his, is that his wife like so there was a big no, rumor yeah, around that it was his sister uh, and and I think they tried to push that he was sister, but he was actually married, or the other way around. I can't quite remember. Either way, it's a bit of a weird thing to do. If you're married, no, they, you say... they were married, but they went out of brother and sister because they didn't want um, fans being turned away. The fact that he was unavailable or she was unavailable. Yeah. yeah. Really? Sex sells. Yes, apparently so. It's a common trick, apparently. You know, like when you get boy bands, um, um, Metallica and Boston and things like. That. <laughs> They often try and say that uh, they're all single. Yeah. Or they're all straight. Whichever. (laughs) But you've got a chance or an opportunity to sleep with them. Uh, To to hang out and be friends with them. Shag them on stage at a festival. Yeah, groupies, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm single, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You will be if she is. Trying to perform against that time. Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) No chance, man. So I was actually going to put r- r- raconteurs in this list as well, but I, I swiftly removed them. Raconteurs. Steady as she goes. Steady as she, steady as she goes. But I, really thought, 
I thought two two uh, Jack White songs in in one episode was probably too much, and there's plenty of other people. Yes, that's a Jack White song. I got uh, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you know what? Like Jack White is like is is has he done two solo albums now or three? But they're, they're fucking brilliant. Well, <laughs> they're that good that I can't even remember how many there are. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate old rock me. <laughs> I've got a Lazaretto <laughs> on, on, on vinyl. Ooh, Jack White, three albums. Oh, well, we missed out Foo Fighters, by the way, everybody. We didn't, we didn't you miss them. You said they were man. new metal. You said new they metal. were new metal, man. Look, Look there was... I'm just putting all these into your mind now for when that fateful day comes and you drop that we've got to do metal. I'm just going to play fucking Foo Fighters and Nickelback. all sorts of shit that's clearly not metal, but I've, I've planted the seed into your Does... mind that actually you can get away with that. It's, it's probably worth mentioning that there are a lot of bands within this genre that, that we've purposely excluded because we wanted to give the bands we wouldn't normally play a listen so people like Foo Fighters, you know, uh, Papa Roach, they could be under alt rock, but you know we're gonna play them many times American before and in the future. Yeah, so uh, and there are a few that I'm gutted we've not got on, like MGMT, you know. Uh, but we can only have 15 songs, and I'm pretty sure we'll do some electro punk, electro pop, electro dance at some point. Who knows? On that note, like obviously next episode, yeah, like I think we should do something electronic. I don't, uh, I don't know what exactly. Like, well, before but... before we go on to that, you two really, really moaned about what we were gonna play. You really moaned about this category. Yeah, you really, you're not really ones at giving away what you want to do next. Because let's be honest, if Chris had his way, we'd definitely be listening to some Scandinavian gothratic hipster dark rap, and Richard would just be listening to the genre 2004. So it's me that has to pick these. What a vintage! (laughs) Stop taking us out of our comfort zone. Don't do us. We are humans. So, so should we do dubstep? What <laughs> dubstep from two thousand and nine? I I think we deserve something a little poppy, or a little dancey, just some a little easy. Well, right, so we don't know then. <laughs> so we're just gonna do pop. What from, are our options? Here? What's from, the options? Pop from nineteen hundred to two thousand twenty-one. <laughs> we're doing pop. I mean, is that is that or something like uh, something electronic? We decided yet? Oh, you want something electronic? Yeah, I think we I should was... do something electronic. Been, we haven't done anything like that yet, have we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something electronic, poppy, dancey, EDM. I'm easy. Just remember, um, Richard's first. The Richard's last actually next week, so you know he's going to be closing the show. So, so let's get. Nineties. Nineties, yeah. Yeah, nineties dance. Classic dance from the nineties. There we go. Ooh, there we nice go. What, what year? Should we go for just just the nineties? Yeah, nineties and ninety-nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. So, everybody, well, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you're still with us. Um, you know, like like uh, like you just said, then at Mind Cassettes on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. I think I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, just go. Seekers out, finders. You know, give us some shit about how we've really, really missed the point on alt rock there, or you know, if we were right, say, yeah, we were right, and tell us what your favourite alt rock songs are. Anything else, boys? Have we outstayed our welcome? We have definitely outstayed <laughs> <in> the tweet. <laughs> <now>. <laughs>
<laughs> if you made it this far, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We hope we see you again. Stay safe. Peace. Peace.